Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we're of course going to be discussing the latest episode of Doctor Who, The Pyramids at the End of the World. But before we get on to the news, uh, we must make mention of the fact we do apologise for the audio quality um, of this particular episode because... um, Paul's had a catastrophic series of failures when it comes to technology, haven't you? <laughs> I have now gone through two desktop PCs and a laptop trying to get something that will work properly. <laughs> <laughs> or at least do everything that it needs to do. Well, one, one PC is completely dead. Another one doesn't seem to want to do much. And the other one doesn't seem to want to use a headphones. So, no. yeah, great. Yeah, it's, the, been a, it's, been a, it's been a wonderful bank holiday. It has, hasn't it? Hasn't it? So, um, yeah, Paul is actually recording this using his iPhone. So, um, during the course of this um, this recording, there might be a few text messages coming in, or some calls, perhaps, or emails. <laughs> I, I, unlikely, because I'm speaking to the only person who ever, ever gets calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably not true, but... Um, yeah, no, if a monk had turned up saying, I'll get this working if you give me consent this afternoon, I probably would have <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, should, should we crack with some news then before, before yes. um, <laughs> everyone starts phoning you or something? So, yes. um, so obviously, the I think the, the, sort of the biggest news that's sort of broken um, sort of in the last couple of days, really, is this news that the um, BBC Worldwide have, um, have indicated the entire catalogue of Doctor Who-related shows were made available to China via a company called the Shanghai Media Group, um, or Media Group Pictures, as it says here. Um, yes. And it says it includes a first look at Doctor Who up into its 15th series. Now, unless they mean up to the old series 15, or we are getting... Well, we should be getting fifteen series, um, or uh, you know, got to take us up into the um, next few years. Um, which is yeah, a good, I mean, that, a good that does sound as if yeah, we're going to get another four, at least another four series or five series after this one, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. Um, it does say it not only covers um, Russ Two Davis and Stephen Moffat series one to ten, but also Chris Chibnall's up to, up and coming series eleven and the first look at series twelve to fifteen. Um, I don't know anything about. Um, the back catalogue of Doctor Who. It does say the entire catalogue of Doctor Who related shows, so I'm assuming it means the old the old stuff as well. Mm, don't know because I don't know sometimes whether when they say these things they have a little memory loss and nothing nothing happened before the year. Yes, indeed. Yes, two thousand. It does seem to be like that for for some people, doesn't it? We, uh, we, we, we may be best not sending them sending them talons straight away though. <laughs> Yeah, all the mind of evil, either actually. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's good. It's good news, though. I mean, you know, you know, Doctor Who is it's it's expanding its uh, its global footprint, which is always a good thing. Um, I begin to wonder whether this means we're going to get any um, eventually any Chinese money pumped into the program. It may be why we're going. Why they know they're going to get seasons twelve to fifteen or series be. twelve fifteen. <laughs> you never know, do you? You never know. But so that's good. That's good news. That's good news. Now, um, on the other hand, we have some sort of bad news. Actually, it's the um, last week the BBC Store, um, which replaced the BBC Online Shop um, about eighteen months ago, has announced that it's going to be closing on the first of November this year. Now, must yeah, have, yeah, um, a little surprising, or or not really. Have you used um... it? Have you used it? No, which is no, right. no surprise to me. <laughs> right, well, I, I, I have. I bought um, The Power of the Daleks when it when it launched on there, obviously before the DVD yeah. release. And it is very, very cumbersome, and I can understand why it's it's closing down, to be honest. Um, because what you had to... You had to purchase your programmes and then download another app to watch them on. And you yeah. could only watch them through that app. So even though you downloaded them and paid for them, you they're never actually yours. You couldn't transfer them onto different devices if you want, unless you had the, you know, this this player on there. Now I only had it loaded up on my on my MacBook, so I don't know if it was available on, for, you know, for mobile devices as well. Um, and I must admit that the 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 big back catalogue that they kept promising to upload on there never seemed to materialise. Yeah, you suddenly got this like, oh, everything we've ever produced was going to be, yeah, 
and we still had in archive was going to be up there, wasn't it? It seemed to be the yeah the thing, and yeah, not really little bits here and there of different shows, but nothing um, that really made a difference. No, no. I mean, the, the, the thing I was sort of most looking forward to, and they said there was going to be um, sort of the back catalogue of all the old Parkinson um, yeah. shows, which I was too young to remember, um, really, because it was on very, very late on a Saturday night, and I was usually in bed when that came on. But the, the, I mean, the people he interviewed on there was absolutely amazing. You know, all those sort of those old Hollywood actors who were sort of in the, in the twilight of their years was sort of like coming across being interviewed by Parker. You like lots of, you know, like your, your, your James Stewart, your Jimmy Cagney's, John Wayne, you know, all those massive, massive Hollywood stars. Yeah. Um, and it's just not, I thought that's the sort of stuff I want to be watching. I want to sort of be able to watch this. Um, and I'm also, I was hoping that the, um, the Goon Show special was going to be on there as well. Peter Sellers and um, Harry Seacombe and Spike Milligan via satellite from Australia was going to be on there. So, um, and it, I, I must admit, I haven't looked for a while because I, I sort of kept checking back and there was no, didn't appear to be any movement on it at all. You know, so I just thought, oh, it's, it's not really what I expected it to be. But it, I mean, I'm looking at the the, the, the newsletter we got here and, and there's this logo, it's 60 years of groundbreaking television. Um, well, who wants to watch repeats of EastEnders? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that, that's that's really not what, you, what you're looking to get from it. It's, it's, it's the gems that perhaps may not be shown on mainstream television anymore, yeah, you know? Exactly. Or, or exactly. wouldn't be repeated. Actually, what I'm realising here, of course, is that rather than thinking, oh, I won't get Power of the Daleks on download straight away, I'll wait for the Blu-ray to come out. Yeah. I could have got it straight away and I'd have got my money back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, talking of getting money back, they are... They're saying that they're going to be issuing people um, either be credited what you spent on the BBC or be credited back to your bank account or can be taken as Amazon video vouchers. Uh, and if you opt for the vouchers, you'll receive 10% more than what you're owed as a goodwill gesture. So that's not... But considering that the BBC is um, sort of strapped for cash... Yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem to be a very I, good business decision because everyone's now going to go for the Amazon vouchers, aren't they? So... Well, I don't know. I mean, it may be well, though, that Amazon are the ones offering the extra 10% to get people. Could be. They're trying to get people to come and log on to there. So you obviously have to register with Amazon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's obviously, it may well be that Amazon are the ones that are saying, oh, well, no, if we give the, if people take the vouchers, we'll make up another 10%. Mm. So it's probably not the BBC that's actually paying for that. They do have the money to burn, don't they? Let's face it, Amazon. Yes, yes. They certainly yeah, do. and if, if it gets more people onto their sites and buying stuff, they might end up buying more than what they've got vouchers for and whatever. So yeah, yeah, can see um, why that works. There's another little, little note on here as well. It says um, from the first of June, uh, um, it says you will no longer be able to watch the programmes you purchase from the BBC Store on the BBC iPlayer. So uh, I suppose you, then you'd have to use the app that the um, that you that I'm using basically. <sighs> Yeah. everything so um yeah it's, it's a shame it was it was a nice idea but they just never really did anything with it that, yeah, yeah that, obviously what what's happened is they haven't actually got the money to commit to doing it properly no they haven't and if you don't do it properly then it's not gonna work no so no exactly there exactly. we are that's exactly what's happened so due, due to the Unusual way the BBC is funded. <laughs> Can't do anything properly. Can't do anything properly. Oh, no. Such a shame, such a shame. Now, um, on some more positive news, um, it was announced uh, the last sort of 24 hours, we're recording on, on Monday night, uh, that Rachel Talalay will be directing this year's Christmas special, um, which will be yeah. the, the last one of Capaldi and, and Stephen Moffat, uh, which I'm glad about. Actually, she, I mean, Rachel Talley always does sort of deliver some sort of pretty good series finales, doesn't she? Yeah, and she just seem, does seem to be Moffat's go to person, doesn't it? When he yeah, really exactly. wants to, yeah, with the big ideas and whatever. So, yeah, yeah that's, not, that's not really a surprise, is it? No, really. As it says, it's making big budget spectaculars or no money at all. Mm. It's exactly what, what she uh, what she does. So, um, we've yet, obviously, we, we don't know what, um, what the 
this year's series finale is going to be, which she, which she has directed. So we shall um, we shall see fairly soon. We'll see fairly yeah. soon. But that that's a good sign. They're, they're going out on a high. They've some, they've secured her talents to uh, to to uh, see yeah. out see out this this incarnation of the Doctor, which is good. Okay then, so uh, that's it for the news. But unfortunately, it's now time for Omega's stats corner. <laughs> Right, okay, everyone. Now we've only got the overnight viewing figures. Now, I don't know if it's because it's the um, it's a bank holiday here in the UK, and the audience appreciation index people haven't got round to calculating uh, what what the index is at the moment. Perhaps they use my computer to do it. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> is it you? It's overseeing it. It is, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Right, okay, so the overnight viewing um, audience figures for the Pyramid End of the World was 4.1 million viewers, which is a 20.4% share of the total TV audience. Um, now, the top for the BBC that day was, of course, the FA Cup final, um, which preceded Doctor and an average of 6.43 million. And that peaked at 9.56 million. I don't know what point it mm. can peak. Maybe, maybe it was at half time and people waiting to see when, when the new Doctor was going to be announced. <laughs> announced, yeah. It never happened, did it? It never happened. Oh, dear. I still, I still, I still feel it would be better if they just cut away with a couple of minutes to go on the cup final and just announced it half the score, final score, halfway through Doctor Who. would have been funny. It would have been good, actually. It would have been good. Oh, dear. No, that's... Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know what the... Obviously, we don't know what the... Um, the total TV audience was for extremists either. Uh, those figures haven't been released yet. Um, right. as I say, I've got me a book out and I'll be working it out later. <laughs> just, I think you've just got to remember to top your piece out with paraffin and light the wick again, I think. <laughs> that's, that's the problem, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the coal stoker has gone home for the evening, so Obviously, I can't get it too hot for him, is it? Yes, it's quite, a, it it's quite a sticky evening in London at the moment, mm. isn't it? So, um, yeah. So, and obviously, getting back to the overnights, um, obviously, Britain's Got Talent um, was top for ITV anyway, eight point three eight million. So, which is apparently down slightly on the previous week. Yeah. Not not a lot in it, I'm going to say. But... <laughs> oh dear. So, um, but at the moment that puts Doctor uh, its thirty first um, for the week. In the, yeah. in the TV charts, so there we are. There we are. So um, that's it. So before f uh, Paul's phone <laughs> rings, uh, that's it for the news. That's it for the stats. So coming up next is our review of the Pyramid End of the World. So for another week, then that was the news. Okay, everybody, it's time to talk about the pyramids at the end of the world. Tell me what you see. It's a 5,000-year-old pyramid. One little problem. It wasn't there yesterday. Those creatures in that pyramid, they have studied you, and they have chosen this exact moment and this exact place. What's wrong with the doctor? I lied. I've been blind since Chasm Forge. Coordinate your attacks. It did not come here in peace. We will take this planet and its people. Life on Earth will cease my humanity's own hand. And before we uh, talk about it, let's have um, the audience feedback for this episode. Um, I'll say we've only got a couple of bits of feedback sent in to us this week. Very short and sweet. Um... I don't know if that's some sort of indication about what people felt about the episode. I've got no idea. But first up, we have um, Ian Thomas with Clean. Um, Ian says it was it was fine. Another super average, predictable episode. Hopefully, Lie of the Land will make up for the first dull two. Okay. And next up, we have Paul Villano. And Paul says, I've come to think most folks are so accustomed to huge plot holes and so desperate for who will accept anything now. Now, that's fairly damning. Two fairly damning bits of feedback there. Um, let's mm. see if we agree. Um, and it's my turn to kick things off, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is my turn. Um, I wouldn't say, mm, I wouldn't say this was a particularly great episode, to be perfectly honest. Um, I think it's probably the first sort of bump in the road, this series, for me. It's definitely got the feel of 
the middle two episodes. Well, actually, it, this, this is this is really starting to feel a bit like the, like an old. Keep moaning, we don't get the old, we miss the old-fashioned six-parters. Yes, yeah. And this is starting to feel a bit like that. I see, to me, I see, yeah. I see, this mean. would have been episodes three and four, which nothing really happens in, other no. than you know you still would get a lot of the character building and whatever. Mm. And I, I, we're all just building up to the. We're building up to the final part, aren't we? I mean, conclusion I, next week. I mean, I, I like I like the idea behind it. To be honest, I like the idea of these aliens that um, won't invade or take over the planet unless they're asked to. They've been yeah. studying, and it sort of comes to the simulation they've been running has sort of reached this point now. This their optimum time to come in and, and invade, basically. That yeah. when, when mankind or humankind, I should say, is going to need their help, which, yeah. I, which I think is, is great, and I like the the way it, it sort of tied into the um, the whole research facility and the accident happening there but i'll come on to a bit more on that in a minute and you're all thinking it's going to be like a a military confrontation it's going to be the bring about the end of the end of the world um and it's not so i I quite liked um i quite like that um but i've got to be honest i mean two of the most inept scientists ever committed to television surely this is this is the bit i had the problem with to be honest, she wasn't so bad, other than obviously only had one pair of one pair of glasses, reading glasses. Yeah, he was just yeah. I mean, just like all right. So he's got a hangover, but just everything went out the door. I know exactly. I mean, From, you know, he's he, he can't sort of focus on anything. Surely you would check on what you're doing or get someone to. I think that's the whole point of two people working in the same room. You double check what you're doing so mistakes aren't made. Surely. Well, on, on the basis that it's um, it's established that uh, experiments going to level two aren't that aren't that many. So mm. obviously level two is a big step. Yeah. You'd think him in that condition and her without her reading glasses, they'd have said, should we give it a miss today and do it tomorrow? Just do some more background checks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you would have thought so, wouldn't you? I mean, and then not only that, he then goes and takes off his his um, hazard suit help mask, helmet, what you want to yeah. call it, and then opens up one of the one of the the, uh, the tanks that has got this now poisonous yeah. stuff in it, runs out of the room and just leaves all the doors open. I mean, it's, it's utter, I mean that that I yeah. found utterly preposterous. I know you've got to suspend a certain uh, disbelief a certain amount, but um, that was taking it too far. But that was just yeah, everything. That you, you, he'd have to, you know, you'd have to do everything wrong for it to be a problem, and it was. And in an area where they're dealing with obviously contagious stuff, because they obviously have multiple airlocks. Mm. Why then you have a system that automatically just pumps stuff out? <laughs> it didn't make a lot of sense, did it? It, I mean, really... it just totally gets rid of the point of having airlocks, then, doesn't it? Really, if, if it's all just going to be kicked out anyway, and you can't stop it. Well, that, that doesn't make any sense. So, if there was a leak, why would you want to pump it straight back out? out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, 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 that would be the last thing you'd you'd have programmed to do. So, yeah, no, it just literally was the um, how to, how do we get this out? I mean, it <laughs> I think Survivors did it better, didn't they? In the seventies, really. Well, I mean, that was the seventies, and things were quite lax. <laughs> yeah, but the, but I mean, yeah. It would have been well. In some ways, they could have set this in the seventies. <laughs> they well, weren't they could stuck, have done, couldn't they? They weren't. They weren't caught to. Didn't have to. It. Exactly, it has to be here and now, does it? Crikey. Yeah. But no, it's just yeah. Oh, it, it, yeah, you did have to completely just shut down and say, no, I don't really. I'm not going to analyse this at all. No, no. Um, and I must admit, I didn't on first watching. To, to, to be fair, I think it was when I watched it a second time. I thought, no, this this doesn't this doesn't work. This just doesn't work at all. No. Need- well, I mean, the, the, I could I could have taken the taking off his <clears throat> protective hat mask thing, but then the opening up of the um, plant 
the yeah the tank or you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And then the running out without shutting the airlock doors was just a bit too far. Yes, it was. Well, the thing is though, he, he took his mask off because he's going to be sick. Yeah. Well, leave the room then. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to. You didn't have to be in there. Yeah, and also, I mean, it just—I don't know why they had to go to that length. I mean, it just all it needed to do was them to be contaminated before they realised. Mm. Have him go into the plant bit, take a sample while they're still alive, and then literally, as he goes back out through the airlock, have the all the plants die. Well, the, th- <laughs> the thing was, and that though- would have. Well, the, been less conv- convoluted than we got. Well, yeah, I mean, the other thing as well was the fact he, he picked up a, a great big handful of this poisonous earth. Yeah. Well, you don't need to. You just need a sample. Yeah. <laughs> Not like a handful of the bloody stuff where you run around with it. So. <laughs> yeah, and you, and you just, like, the first thing you'd do in that situation is you'd seal the airlock and you'd work from inside there. Yes, you would do, wouldn't you? But, yeah. Oh, it, no. Yeah, that that bit really just didn't work at all. It really not, didn't. Not, not only that, but then you have to take in the fact... <laughs> you're you're on a doctor, roll now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sorry. But then the doctor lands, knowing that there's this is the place where a biological accident happens... Yeah. ...that's going to destroy the human race, doesn't think until they've both wandered out of the TARDIS to tell Nardell that he might have a problem. He's got... Yeah, he's got... Cheap lungs, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why they don't? Why they don't come out all in the spacesuits? No, exactly. You know, it just seems. Yeah, mm, it's just totally. Uh, yeah, just everything's wrong about it. The doctor didn't have a hangover, so why was he making mistakes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the. I mean, the, the military angle of it, I thought was quite was quite good. I like the whole thing with the pyramid in sort of in the middle of this disputed territory. Um, yeah, and I, I thought it worked. the only thing I I made a note here, and and it, it seems to be an issue I've always had with Doctor Who since it came back. Um, and can those soldiers in Doctor Who now wear their berets properly? <laughs> Right, just... <laughs> I, lo- I love with everything else that's so bad about this episode. No, no, no. To me, <laughs> you're to... now you're the thing that's really annoyed you the most is the fact they don't wear their berries. No, do you know it has done for years? It has done for years that the way they just plonk them on their heads and basically sort of wear them sort of. I think Frank Spencer wore it better, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly, you're supposed to sort of pull it into a certain shape, and it doesn't. They just sort of plonk it on top of their heads. Um, and I must admit, you never had this in the 70s, and I'll tell you why, because a lot of the production team were people like Douglas Canfield's ex-military. Yeah. So they knew how soldiers would present themselves, and that's what's missing now, I think. And I've, I've had this, they've had this problem with Doctor Who for years now, to be honest. And and this one, it was every single person wearing a beret, it was just plonked on their head, so basically it sort of made their ears stick out. It just looked ridiculous. <laughs> oh, dear. So that's, that's, that's my personal little bugbear um, out of the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. That's it now. If they'd got that right, you'd have, you'd have forgiven them the other mistakes, wouldn't you? I would have done, exactly. I would have said they're quite happy, the fact that, well, this story's not up to much, but at least they're wearing their berets properly. <laughs> and they're not even doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, um, I thought the the way the monks were used were quite effective this week, as well, they sort of appeared in the, in the B-52. Yeah. Um, and just sort of brought it down to earth with a tractor beam. The, the only thing I, I thought was slightly ridiculous was the submarine being brought down. Uh, why did it have to be brought down those first, and then sticking up like a sausage in a huge pile of mash? <laughs> how long was it? How long was it going to start in that uh, up on its end like that? For crying out loud! It was like out of an early early Terry Gilliam cartoon from Monty Python. It was just weird, just surreal that bit. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah, and they didn't seem to have done anything with the missile, did they? No, they said you went to the missile. They sort of picked up the things that had launched it, but um, yeah, I know the B fifty two hadn't actually bombed anything like that. It hadn't released its payloads, but um, 
What are the Chinese doing? We didn't follow what they did, did we? <laughs> they were signing a contract with the BBC for more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I was optimistic about the end of the world because they've signed up for another five series. Exactly. There we go. Well, I hope whatever, whatever money that they do pump into the BBC, I hope they sort of make them wear their berets properly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's yeah. I, I, I mean, I like the the, the the whole tractor beam thing. It looked quite effective. You know, that beam came at the top of the top of the pyramid. Um, yeah, I thought it, it was sort of very, very sort of very well done. Hmm. Uh, I, know, yeah. I, did, I did like the fact that the 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 monk sort of half replaced the crew and then fully replaced the crew was quite yeah worked I think yeah after. I, I did yeah. quite like that it was sort of suitably creepy I thought that because they didn't actually yeah. do anything. they just sort of sat there they didn't yeah. sort of do anything which I quite liked you know it, it sort of just sort of highlighted their their power really it fulfilled their childhood dream of flying a plane <laughs> and upending a submarine as well <laughs> um. Now the other thing uh, as well, I thought the the um, sort of the military leaders and and the secretary general of the, of the UN, uh, the way they were killed off was quite quite effective, actually sort of crumbling to a big pile of dust. But you you just sort of still sort of saw their sort of visage before it sort of crumbled completely, which I thought was quite quite sort of yeah. effective actually. I quite like that. It was. Um, just enough to scare the kids, I thought that bit. Mm. Yeah, but then, then again, you come back to the fact of <laughs> they, they carry a lot of power without having to refer to anyone, don't they? All these people, they do, don't they? They really do. <laughs> he, he surrendered the world without actually even having to make a phone call to anyone. No, I mean, Donald Trump would have been furious. <laughs> <laughs> would have been. God, dear. That, that that was the only um, thing that doesn't sort of really add up to be honest to, to last week's one we had the um the american president who killed himself now apparently yeah. this was filmed i'm trying to think i did read somewhere when it was filmed it was either before he got elected or it wasn't enough time to i think it might have been written before he was elected and, and filmed just after or something so they didn't have time yeah. to sort of change it but it might have been in sort of actually no screw it it wouldn't have been in poor taste bollocks to him um but then this week, Bill says, well, I wouldn't have voted for him. He's orange. Yeah. So which is a direct reference to Trump. So that, if it was a direct um, simulation of Earth, then it should have been Trump <laughs> sitting in that chair. So, But, but, but surely a, any simulation of, of Earth politics couldn't have come up with Trump. <laughs> You've got to give them that. I mean, they're all powerful, but they're not that all powerful. Well, I think I this, could, this, they this, could this, foresee that. I think tr- I think we are in a simulation because Trump can only have happened in a simulation, as far as I'm concerned. Crikey! Surely this isn't for real. <laughs> they got some of them. They got some of his programming wrong, didn't they? Oh, oh yes, <laughs> they certainly did. They certainly did. I think we're gonna. We'll wake up soon. I say it would just been a, a game we'd all been taking part in. I'm telling you. Mm. Telling you. Um, yeah. So that's only sort of bit that didn't sort of add up to last week. But I'm still now trying to figure out. Where last week fits into this week quite so much. Yeah, it's just well, I think it's you. You almost got to look upon it as as two as a parallel world, haven't you? And we've had the one. In a certain way, you have, haven't you? Um, and now, now we're getting now we're getting the the other. Yeah, and that's that's the only way I think you can look at it because they don't actually the two stories. Of what happened in the simulated world, and this aren't going to marry up. No, no, I'm just sort of. Thinking... And, and in fact, you could say that they wouldn't from the moment the doctor sent the message out, because he changed something. Yeah, I'm just sort of thinking about from the point of view of the you had the whole Veritas thing last week as well, and and that's obviously that's just for the purpose of of, of the simulated world. So that's not going to. Yeah. That's not going to. Well, we don't know. As far as we know at the moment, it's not going to rear its head again. No. Unless it's going to next week. Um, you know, who knows? No, because that, that was just the, the simulated people. That was what the simulated people worked out. They were simulants, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah, so unless there's a, a real-world version of that that does something else, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I did like the the, the thing with the, the monks... Um, 
with the, those strands that they were sort of manipulated to see what was happening in the Earth's future and past and all that. I thought that that was quite quite well done as well. Actually, I thought it, it looked quite. It was a simple set, but I thought it, it was really effective. Yeah. Actually, I thought the. Um, I mean, I mean that's the thing. It looked great. I just thought that the script and this one was written by Peter Harness and Stephen Moffat. Um, and I've been a big fan of Peter Harness, really, but I think it's not not that great this one, to be honest. It's, it, it's too much working to Stephen Moffat's plan, isn't it? Yeah. And you wonder how much is his, how much actually any of it is his ideas, mm. and how much of it is just him fleshing out characters. Yeah, because I mean, next week's one's written by Toby Whithouse, and I don't know if that's in conjunction with Stephen Moffat as well. So um, I think I'd presume had... so. I mean, it'd have to, yeah, you'd think it'd have to be for him. He must have a long play. Well, so it's, it, is, it is a three-parter, whichever way you look at it, isn't it? Yes, there's it, no, is. it is. There's no way any bit of it really works without the other part so far. No, and I think maybe this is. I think this is not. Well, we'll sort of reserve judgment till next week, really. But at the moment, I'm beginning to wonder how this can work as a three-part with three different writers. Yeah. As well, I know you've got sort of like Stephen Moffat as sort of like the linchpin there, really. Um, but what was the point of having three different writers then? If he's just yeah. going to, you know, put his arc into it or his ideas into it, you know, it's sort of, if he's going to have overall control, why didn't he just write it? Yeah, it's, it's, it seems a waste of the other writers. Well, it does. I mean, we, we haven't seen next week's one, but no. well, I, you, I, you I, suspect, yeah, you'd yeah. rather they come up with their either their own ideas or we're actually just given a very brief mm. idea and now to go off and write it. Yeah, because I think, really, this is a waste of Peter Harness, to be honest. Yeah. I really do. Um, and it just seemed to be the, the sort of typical sort of thing we have with... With these sort of stories of Doctor Who, I think up until now we've had sort of very, very sort of small and, and personal stories. And the moment it gets to some big global thing where there's the the cast expands and you've got the military involved, and it, and it just seems to get a bit sloppy. And that's, yeah. how, that's how I felt most of this episode was 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 sloppy. Really, it just didn't engage me at all. No, because I, I couldn't get past the bit. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there, there, was, there was just too much wrong with this in terms of, um, I think I had it mentioned in the feedback, just, just the plot holes really were just too big. Yeah. And you just, it's not even that there's something that, oh, cleverly you can explain away later, unless it turns out that the other lab assistant was actually working for the monks. Well... That, that would be the only way that could... You could excuse his stupidity, really. Yeah, um, I, I, I'd say I wouldn't. I wouldn't exactly call them plot holes myself. I just, uh, I just think the the coincidences were too great. Yeah, if you see what I mean. I know it's sort of like that that whole. I think it's meant to be sort of like that whole chaos theory thing. You know, you know, you breaking your glasses ends up the mankind being wiped out. You know, yeah. so um, maybe it's it's going on those sort of lines. But I just thought it, it was one coincidence after another. He took his helmet off. He grabbed a handful of this sort of like bacteria-ridden earth. He left all the doors open. He yeah. had a hangover. She broke her glasses. It was just a bit too much. So she broke her glasses. He had a hangover. He got the decimal point in the wrong place. Yeah. That would have just about carried, I think. The taking the helmet off may even have... Well, been I, all think, right. I just think it was too much. But I then, think... from then after that, it was just yeah. yeah, no, this is just everything you're doing is wrong. Yeah, um, I, I, the thing it didn't need the hangover bit. Her, no. break, her um, was it Erica breaking her glasses would have been enough. Yeah, that it, it, her breaking the glasses and it should have been her putting the decimal point in the wrong place. Yeah, not the guy with the hangover. Unless that was another bit of misdirection by Moffat, I don't know, but. What was the point then of having her break her glasses then if you didn't play any part in the plot? Well, other than she was the one who normally does that. She's the one who normally mixes the... Could have been. Does the mixture. That's the, I think that's what was, it is. Was, that, said, made, was that made clear? Yeah, not, she, said, she, said, she says I've, I've broken my reading glasses so you'll have to do it. Uh, well, 
at the end of the day, then, so, if if she's the one who, who's next on the line, you wouldn't let some bloke who's got a hangover do it then, really, would you? No, like I say, you'd, you'd have turned around and said, should we give it a miss today? Should we just run some background checks and yeah. we're, we'll do it tomorrow? Yeah. So, so, so sorry, I do, I'll stand corrected on that then. Yes, the, the, the glasses did play a part in it, but it was just one thing after another. It was, it was another. Too, yeah, yeah. It was too much. It was too much. So. And the other thing that then comes back to her, so she's all right because she's wearing a protective gear. Mm. We take that. So why, when the doctor's locked on the other side of the um, airlock mm. and they've got a minute and a half to go, yeah, can't she just nip through and let him out? It seems to be that surely, surely now, it's, wasn't it, wasn't it, it's wasn't not it some... only locked from that from that side. No, wasn't it so she couldn't get back in again or something? It, it had to. He he had to open it. She couldn't do. Well, it she for said him. she she couldn't do it from there. But it's, are you saying that that then locks down and then you can't even open it from? It can only be opened from one side. Then the side he was in. Um. Mm, you got a point, actually. I couldn't see why she couldn't. Yes, you got a point. Come back. You have because she's obviously point. been in there before and been fine. So it's not. Yes, I think you're onto something there, actually. Yeah, why? Why couldn't she have gone back and let the doctor out just by closing the doors behind her again? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not convinced about those airlocks either. Because he just ran through. I know he shut the door behind him, but there was no decontamination. No, no. <laughs> Nothing at all, was there? No. There's no real point in them, to be honest. It was it was science for kids, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. It was science that kids can understand, and that, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But um, you know, I couldn't really get get round the whole the, the, the number of coincidences that led up to this. It was just they yeah. just overdid it for me. Yeah. Just overdid it. Um, however, however, though, um, the final ten or so minutes of this story were cracking. Once the doctor got into the um into the, the the lab. Yeah. And the whole thing with Bill in the pyramid as well. And in you know, finally uh telling her that he'd been blind since Chasm Forge. Yeah. Uh, was 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 fantastic. It really was. And you know the whole thing you had know, the sonic screwdriver couldn't get him out of that and and I think somebody didn't somebody um someone I read somewhere that someone else had a um the theory that how the doctor could have got out um, of there as well, if um, he just somehow took a, a, a photograph of the of the the uh, the keypad, sent it to Bill, and she could have said, "Right, you need to turn this wheel up so many times. That will so many, until you yeah. get the, you get the code." Well, these these glasses seem to be able to do a lot of lot. You'd have thought you'd have been able to. They'd have a camera built. If they've got infrared sort of thing built into them, and whatever, yeah, you'd think they'd have had a camera built into them, which all they then needed to then was ring her phone. Well, it's, it's with a, the camera. It's more of a son- video. It's a sonar thing, really, isn't it? More than yeah. anything else. Well, but... if it's come... yeah, but you default, you know, necessarily, it can do everything else. It can email. It can. It could do all those things, but it can't. Yeah. do that. Yeah, it can't, it can't. It can't show video. Yeah. And haven't we had this with the glasses at some point in one of the previous episodes where he used them as a to watch something? That does ring a bell. So, I mean, I might be wrong on that, and I might no, be no, imagining no, that... that. I've got some feeling that there was something about he'd videoed something with the glasses or he'd used the glasses to do well, something. Well, um, say like last week's. Because he, he videoed the entire thing, and, and okay, it was all in sonar mode, but he, 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 that's what he sent as an attachment to the doctor yeah. in the real world. So yes, it can be called. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, why it doesn't got? Yeah, it seems to have everything else apart from a camera. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure. I'm sure it's had that in the past. I, I think I'm remember. quite I'm sure the... you're right. I'm quite sure you're right. Really, because that would have been all he needed to do then was just video back what he could, what his son, what his glasses could see. Hmm. And she yeah. could have just told him up a bit, up a bit, up a bit on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like the golden shot. <laughs> yeah, 
There's one for the kids. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I thought I thought the final the final sort of ten or so minutes was 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 great. I really did. Um, I'd, I'd just like the. I mean, again, Paul Mackey just continues to um, astound me each week. Yeah, she, she really does. Um, and the whole thing with, you know, what she <laughs> calls the, the, the calls the doctor an idiot, and you can see she's welling up with tears, and and she just wants to save her friend. And I know it's sort of like love saves the day, kind of saves the day um, in this one. Um, but I like it even at the end, the doctor saying, you know, don't do it. You know, well, yeah. he thinks he's gonna he's gonna regenerate, or or this is this is gonna be it. He's made a mistake. He's cocked up, and um, and again, it was sort of the doctor refusing to own up to the fact that he was blind. Was he's he's undoing basically, wasn't it? At yeah. the end, yeah, it was that um, arrogance that he could do anything, even if blind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it because um, he does say, you know, sort of save the world with with, with my eyes shut. Yeah. You know, then it's sort of like, ah, oh, damn, I can't get out. So, um, and poor old Nardo, unconscious on the floor of the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. Which so... is obviously now contaminated as well. So let's see what happens next week when people go into the TARDIS. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crikey. Yeah, it was, um, no, I thought that the ending was, was, was really good. Really good. And I must, and a big shout out actually to the music this week. As well, um, it wasn't your, your typical soundtrack for Doctor Who, um, and it was sort of quite a. I don't know what instruments he was using, but he had a quite um, a sort of threatening overtone to it this week, which I really loved. I really did love it. I don't know if, did you pick up on it at all? You, I, no, we, we seem to take it in turns. We do, don't we? Music. Yeah. <laughs> no, I loved it. I, I really did. I really did like that. Um, that whole. The whole music thing this week, I thought, was really, really atmospheric and really well done. Um, and it's sort of like Mar- sort of Marigold's taking a few risks with it. M- maybe this is his last series. Who knows? I, I-, I can't see it, but um, I think they'd be sort of silly to get rid of him. But yeah, yeah, it depends, no, I suppose if the showrunner wants a, a complete new direction yeah, in music exactly. as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. That remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Um, now, but one... yet again, coming back to that last the thing with the oh, Bill and the monks. Yeah, this, they, they seem to be very loose on this. What 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 the love needs to be, don't they? Because when he's when the doctor's talking to them mm. about why does it need to be love, mm. and he says because it's better than fear. You'll get more done if they. There'd be more. Fear was, in, if they, was it, fear was inefficient, I think, were the words he yeah. used, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so if they love us, then they'd be more compliant or whatever. But then her love wasn't for them. Her love was for the Doctor, so that doesn't make her any more... Well, you don't know what's coming next, do you? To be no. honest, You don't know how this how this is being, um, being used, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I can understand what you mean, though, because I, I think that's the thing. There's, there's still more to this because I mean, there's the, the whole thing. What the, I mean, what, the, what the monks said about they, they took that form to look like them, yeah, to look human. So, what do they really look like? Who are they really? So, yeah. I think there's, there's certainly more to this, which I'm hoping is going to be addressed next week. I'm hoping so. Um, but someone has made comment that the way that the monks open their mouths. And it's very reminiscent of the first Cybermen from the Tenth Planet. Yeah, they just open their mouth and a, and a sound comes out. So, would you reckon to that little theory? I, I, I hope I not. Have... I hope not. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, there was a, uh, someone else I know had said about the fact that rather than a simulation mm. of of Earth. Was that Telos? Or Mondas, sorry. Mondas, sorry, yeah, Mondas, yeah. Yeah. And that's basically going down the same evolutionary route, almost. Uh, I I hope not. I don't see the need to overcomplicate. Yeah. If if, if it is something to do with the Cybermen... um, which I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping that that's its own thing, to be honest. Mm. Um, again, it's just overdoing it. And why why 
why would you change that 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 history of the of the show it's there yeah and, and you know I, and I, I don't know i don't know and also to be honest we haven't we've got now we've still got episodes between this next week's and the the cybermen episodes haven't we so we where have, does it yeah. go how 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 do they just go off and well of course we've got the ice warriors to come yeah we, exactly. as well so it just seems to be a bit uh, odd on that. I don't. I don't think it is. I think it's just people. I think. I hope it's just people saying, "Oh, well, we've got Cybermen coming." Mm, yeah. There's a bit that's yeah, picking out little bits, saying, "Oh, it's Cybermen." Yeah, I'm hoping it is just a just a coincidence. To be honest, I really do. I really do. Um. Yeah, so I, I, I still I still think this one's a bit of a, a bump in the road, really. It's not a... I wouldn't say it was a bad episode, by any stretch of the imagination. I, I, I just think it was just not as good quality as we've had for the previous few weeks. I'm heading more towards a bad episode, You're I'm afraid. You're a bad episode? No, I'm not, yeah. quite, I'm not quite there. I sh- it, 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 it's, it's too much going. Like I say, that that was just too much for me. The whole lab scenes. I'm um, yeah. sorry. It just had to. It, it just couldn't. I, I was sitting there just saying, "Well, that's oh, this is just silly now," and that just sort of took me completely out of it. So yeah, yeah. When something does that, then I have a problem with it. Well, I dare, I dare say that you know, there's people out there who have enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed bits of it. Put it that way. Um, there were mm. bits I, I did quite like, and I think the um, again, it was reasonably well acted. To be honest, um, I thought you know the, the the three leads continue to continue to yeah. be excellent. You really you really can't fight. And this, I mean, this really, I mean, it's such a shame that in Capaldi's last series, and I've always liked Capaldi since he took over anyway. Um, but he really, really has come into his own. Yeah, this series, he really has, and I think it's such a, um, it's it's such a shame that the the viewing audience didn't really take to him until now. Really, because everyone's yeah. been sort of you know overflown with, with with praise, and it's just a shame it's taken this amount of time for people to do that. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was the Clara effect. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, I, I, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed it. You know, since since. It's I mean, I may anyway. revise my view once I've seen well, next week. I may revise my yeah. view. That's the thing. It is difficult to review these things if it's part of a three-part story, and this is this is the middle and, bit, you know. And like I say, this is sort of similar to, in terms of length, this is now similar to a six-parter. Yeah. And I'm sure if you just watched parts three and four out of some of what we consider to be good episodes of the classic, yeah, who, yeah, they may seem a little flat. Yes. No, I I agree. I agree with you there. Um, I think the other. Oh, I thought I was going to say now. Actually, I'll forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't remember what I was going to say now. Um, no, it's gone. It's gone. Never mind. Never mind. I think it's probably a good place to end it. Actually, so yeah. I, I don't think I've got much more to um, to say. Um, actually, I don't, I want, one last thing. Actually, the the whole thing with the CCTV you mentioned earlier about the the these labs getting to second stage of their their research. Um, what do you think about that sort of that Google everything? Again, was that sort of like quick? We're in, in a, do you think that was a, we're in a bit of a, a corner here and trying to move the plot along? Let's just have everybody use the internet to find out. Do you think that was a little bit again another convenience too far? It it well it it was a shortcut as such, and I don't quite mind that so much in terms of um, as an idea because it you you have to have something to move the plot along. Yeah. So I didn't quite mind that. I could I could accept that as being a shortcut rather than we have fifteen minutes of various organisations being contacted and yeah, yeah, whatever. No, I mean I did I did like uh, the doctor's solution to the fact right. Okay, turn all the CCTV off. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah. they'd see which one they just bother to turn back on again. Yeah. So I thought I like that. That was clever. I did like that. Mm. I really did like that. Um, but. Yeah, I just thought the whole Google thing. Oh, blimey, I don't want surprised that say Google because yeah. every time there's a web browser, it's something made up in Doctor Who, isn't it? So, 
I think Google's now just taken as a generic term to look something up on the internet, isn't it? Just just Google yeah. it. Yeah. It's like Coover, isn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, precisely that. So, uh, well, okay. I think that's probably a good place to... Um... So, so, so easily could have been asked Jeeves, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Crikey. <laughs> or Lysos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What was it? There was, the, what was there was another one that was a big. Um, was it Netscape? Wasn't it? Was another one? Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember Netscape? Bloody hell! Okay, everybody. So, um, well, so we didn't get a lot of feedback for this episode this week. So I'm, I'm beginning to wonder whether people just didn't enjoy it or had no opinion on it one way or the other. But um, please, we do like receiving your feedback. So please, please keep sending it in. Um, you know, it's um, it sort of <laughs> it, it brings up some good discussion um, points as well during the podcast. And and people could just be on bank holidays and haven't exactly. got around to watching it yet. Could be. It could be just that. Could be just that. So, okay. So, hopefully, um, everyone will be watching Lie the Land next week, which, of course, when we're back next week, that's what we will be talking about. And we'll see how this three-parter ends up. Um, which are all horrible feed. Ah, that's what I was going to say, actually. I remember what I was going to say now. Um, it does look like the monks are sort of changed earth's past to to save it um yeah and does it look like next week we're going to get a big old reset button yes does appear that way i'm hoping they're going to pull something different out of the bag for that i really don't yeah yeah so we shall see we shall see so um as i say we'll be back next week when we're going to talk about the lie of the land so until then Oh, it's a shame we're ending this on a downer. The first time this series we're ending on a downer. Mm. Oh, well, there you oh, go. Well, could, it couldn't keep it up. Not for us, anyway. It, it couldn't no. keep that, that run of top quality episodes going for us. So, anyway, um, until next time, then, it's goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.